It's More Money with leading economist Steve Moore. Stephen Moore is with us, economist. With more than 30 years' experience as an economist and as a leading thinker of government on business, showing deep understanding of the shifts in the global economy. He's leading economist Steve Moore with More Money on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Now, here's your host, Steve Moore. Good afternoon, folks. It is Steve Moore. This is the More Money Show. Thank you so much for tuning in. I say every week, and I'll say it again, that I am honored and privileged to uh, have this show with you every Saturday afternoon at 1 p.m. Eastern Time. We have affiliates throughout the country, so thank you so much for listening. Our our, uh, ratings are fantastic, so just very appreciative. The people who listen to the show and people who call in, really make the show possible and make it fun for me and for you, hopefully. And incidentally, at the second half of this show, I am going to not have a guest today because I want to hear from you, from you, my audience. I want to hear what you think about the direction of this country right now. I am concerned about it, frankly. I see what's happening with crime. I see what's happening at our border. I see what's happening with the price of energy. I'm seeing the rise of inflation. I'm seeing the um, situation in our cities, uh, in our schools, where people are upset about what's happening with critical race theory and all of these crazy uh, mandates that uh, continue to this day. Hopefully, they will be ending soon. But here is my premise for the day, and I want you all to call in, and I want you to tell me if you agree with me or disagree with me, and then why, why you agree with me or disagree with me. But what I'm going to say is that I think there's something, a a revolt going on in America against big government liberalism. You see it all over the country. You see it from coast to coast where middle class, working class people, uh, people other than the hardcore left left wing liberals are rebelling against what is happening with the government ordering us around, bossing us around, telling us what we can and can't do. And I'll tell you, you saw what happened in San Francisco this week, a city that is probably uh, the most liberal left-wing progressive city in America, where the voters by 70% ousted the school board there. You're seeing it in Canada, following what's happening uh, north of the border, where we have tens of thousands of truckers and Canadian citizens uh, protesting against all these rules and regulations and vaccine mandates and mass mandates. Uh, People are fed up. I'm fed up. Are you fed up with what our government is doing to us? Uh, I am. And when you look at what's happened with the report this week, that inflation is now running at 10 percent, 10 percent inflation on the producer prices, which means, guess what? I hate to tell you this, but gas prices are going up. Grocery prices are going up. I spoke to a major uh, grocer on the East Coast who owns hundreds of grocery stores who says they predict that uh, we're going to see a 15% further increase in grocery prices. Uh, We're seeing in many places empty shelves. Now, Joe Biden is saying, oh, well, the reason that inflation is out of control is not because I've spent trillions and trillions and trillions of dollars that we don't have. He's not blaming it on his, his own policies. He's saying, well, the reason we have these high energy prices and high gas prices and high food prices and high ha- travel prices and high, high car prices and on and on, he says that's happening because of the supply chain problem. Now, wait a minute. There is some truth to that. We do have a supply chain problem in America today. But, folks, I thought we elected Joe Biden to solve these problems. I thought he hired Pete Buttigieg, the mayor from South Bend, Indiana, who's now our transportation secretary, to solve these problems. And now he's saying he's throwing up his hands saying, well, we can't solve the problems. Well, then what did we elect him for? He is supposed to be a problem solver, not a problem creator. I've got to tell you this. When you look at this Biden administration, and I look up and down the, the, the people in the cabinet, the people in the regulatory agencies, the people, the Democrats in Congress, uh, throughout our government, I don't see virtually anyone, anyone who has any kind of competence when it comes to logistics, when it comes to technical problems, when it comes to managing large organizations. Say what you will about Donald Trump. And I know people feel strongly one way or the other. I love the guy. I worked for him. I don't always agree with everything he did. And sometimes I don't like his annex. But I liked the way he managed the American economy. And what he did so effectively is he put some really good people in charge of the agencies who knew how to run things. 
Pete Buttigieg, the transportation secretary, doesn't know anything about transportation. He seems like a nice fellow, but he doesn't know anything about what he's talking about. Our energy secretary today, folks, uh, Jennifer Granholm, who was the governor of Michigan, knows nothing about energy. Our health secretary knows nothing about health. The people that the, that uh, Joe Biden wants to put in charge of the Federal Reserve Board know nothing about money or monetary policy. They, more, they know more about racial issues and they know more about climate change than they do about managing our money so we don't have runaway inflation. This is a mounting problem, and I'm here to tell you today I think citizens, we're seeing, as, as my buddy Larry Kudlow is saying, that we're seeing a new Tea Party emerging. People are taking to the streets. And by the way, we as free market conservatives are peaceful, unlike liberals who, when they, when they protest, they burn down buildings and, and uh, cause mayhem. No, we want peaceful protests. That's part of our First Amendment rights to, uh, to take our grievances against the government and to uh, peacefully assemble. And that's what's happening around the country. We're going to see more and more protests as the government uh, continues to boss us around and command us in ways that were not intended. We are, a, we are the land of the free, folks. We are not the land of government. And some, somehow these politicians, whether they're the local school board members, whether they're our state legislators, whether they're, they're, they're uh, the, the people in Congress or even the White House, they serve us. We don't serve them. And they become indignant. They become indignant. They want to throw us in jail now. Did you see this? In Canada, they want to throw the protesters in jail for exercising their basic freedoms to protest against government actions. This is a critical moment for our country. I've been waiting a week to tell you this, folks, because I think we have to be activated. We have to be, whether it's with your money, whether it's with your, uh, with your energy and your, your presence at meetings and go to your school board meetings, run for office. We have got to take back our country from a wacko left-wing liberal agenda that more and more Americans, by the millions, are objecting to. When you see it happening in Canada, by the way, it's not just happening in Canada. Now, European, even in Europe, people are objecting to a lot of these rules and regulations. Um, I'm sick of it. I hope you're sick of it. The good news is that uh, COVID is in rapid retreat, so there's no rationale whatsoever, none whatsoever, for continued lockdowns of our economy. Stop it. Stop it now. Let us get back to life as usual. I was in New York a couple weeks ago. It sure doesn't feel like normal, does it? It Does it feel normal to you folks who live in New York? Does it feel normal in New Jersey? I got to tell you, I've been traveling. When I go to Florida or Arizona or North Carolina, things feel like they're back to normal. But in blue state America, they don't. And the economies are not functioning. Uh, people are glum because of all these rules that are being imposed upon them. And when you look at what's happening with our economy right now, the runaway inflation, the fact that our budget deficit and our national debt are now over $30 trillion. And no one is doing anything about it in Washington. And incidentally, I've got to say one last thing before I take my break. And don't forget, I want you, as soon as we, we're going to have the pains come on and give the market update, and then when we're done with that, I'm going to take your calls uh, and that call-in number, what I call the More Money Hotline, is 1-800-848-9222. That's 1-800-848-9222. I'm going to take people of all political stripes, if you're a Democrat, liberal, Republican, conservative, independent, libertarian, whatever. I want to... You can tell I'm frustrated, right? Are you frustrated? I am frustrated with what's happening to our great country and how we have let lunatics impose rules and regulations and edicts on our economy that were never intended. And I don't believe they're constitutional. I believe they're wrong. You know that there was a major study that just came out last week from Johns Hopkins University, which is not a conservative outfit, that found that lockdowns had no benefit virtually nobody I, I don't want to overstate it they found a very small but negligible health impact from locking down the economy the studies are coming in showing that masks only have a small but negligible impact and by the way when it comes to locking down the economy if you do it on a cost benefit analysis in other words if you say here are the benefits of masks versus here are the costs what you find is 
the costs are multiple times greater than any benefit. So let's never do this again. Let's make a pact as a nation, as our citizens of this great country, that we will never allow our politicians to shut down our economy, lock down our schools, lock down our restaurants, lock down our parks, lock down, uh, you know, uh, all of the things that we normally do in this country. It was an outrageous infringement on our rights. It was an abandonment of our Constitution. And I'm here to tell you today, folks, we are never going to allow our politicians to do this again. I don't care if they're Republicans, Democrats, whatever. We as citizens are taking charge again. And that is the theme of today's show. I want to hear from you all what you're going to do about this situation, because if we allow them to trample our rights, they won't stop. Right. These people are relentless. Um, look, at, if you if you if you don't think so, look at what's happening in Canada. They are arresting the protesters. They're putting them in jail. They're freezing their financial assets. They're doing everything they can to shut us up and shut us down. And we will not be shut up and we will not be shut down. That's the theme of today's show. Don't forget, as soon as we hear from our great financial team, um, Ryan and Bob Payne, when I get back uh, in about 20 minutes, we will be taking your calls about how do we restore freedom and free enterprise in this great country that we call America. Be right back. This is Steve Moore. You're listening to The More Money Show. Talk Radio 77 WABC. This is More Money with economist Steve Moore. Now, Steve Moore. This is Bob Payne, Chief Investment Strategist here at Payne Capital Management with this week's market update. Markets had another turbulent week as investors kept a close eye on developments between Russia and Ukraine. You know, you really start to wonder, is Vladimir Putin actually a day trader, manipulating the markets with his daily moves on the Ukrainian border? You know, shorting the market on the fear of an invasion or going long on the promise of a withdrawal. I guess we'll never know. But one thing we know is fear worked better than greed this week, with the market suffering its worst one-day decline of 2022, down 600 points on Thursday. Ouch. Now, geopolitical risk is not the only concern weighing on the market. With the strong economic recovery and disruptions to the supply chain, inflation has reached levels not seen for four decades. While a war between Russia and Ukraine could actually prolong this elevated inflation by disrupting supplies of important commodities from Russia, like oil, wheat, and industrial metals. Now, inflation and how the Federal Reserve will respond to elevated prices and the direction of the Ukrainian conflict is really the big concern on the part of investors. The Fed has indicated it likely will start raising rates next month, the first increase in more than three years. After that, many are predicting five to six to seven additional increases. St. Louis Federal Reserve President James Bullard cautioned this week that inflation, in his words, could get out of control and is calling for a full percentage point hike as early as July. Hey, thanks, James. Nothing like throwing gasoline on a market on fire. Now, the big question is why are long-term rates so low? The 30-year Treasury yield closed on Friday at 2.24%, not that much higher than the 10-year, which is hovering around 2%. Are the bond gods telling us that inflation at 7.5% is measured by the CPI? is truly transitory and will soon decline? Or does the Fed have their finger on the scale since they're still buying bonds in the open market with promises to taper all purchases by sometime next month? All eyes will be on the Fed in March. So with so much uncertainty, it's no wonder the market is experiencing its first real correction in almost a year. Historically, the second year of the president's first term is generally positive, but experiences really wild first half volatility. And a lot of times the first nine months are actually negative. But keep in mind, a correction is nothing more than a repricing of assets short term, not a change in the direction of the economy. And this economy is booming. I expect the market won't be far behind. Now, my son, Ryan, and I, we have 68 years of combined industry experience of building low cost, tax efficient, goal-based portfolios. To get your free evaluation, all you have to do is text or call 844-752-6692. That's 844-752-6692. Or just simply call 844-PLAN-NYC. That's 844-PLAN-NYC. Hey, this is Bob Payne. 
I'm the Chief Investment Strategist here at Payne Capital Management. This is More Money with economist Steve Moore. Now, Steve Moore. Hey, it's Ryan Payne, Bob Payne from Payne Capital Management. Of course, that's P-A-Y-N-E. On today's More Money, talking the markets, the economy, financial planning, and man, oh man, Bob, as you like to say, the street of dreams was a wild place to be this week. And it really comes down to, for me, we had the three R's, right? We had Russia, crazy things going on with Russia, Ukraine. We've seen a big repricing in those growth stocks, and we've got interest rates going higher. Bob, what do you make of it all? What's going on right now? Are you getting scared of the other R, recession? Well, it sounds like that's what the Federal Reserve needs to do uh, if they're going to cut this inflationary spiral that we're having right now because it went from transitory to, hey, Rye, you know what? That's, uh, you know, you're talking about the three R's. I'm talking about the fourth R, the big R, recession. You would think if you watch the media – that we're already in a recession. Meanwhile, I don't know what they're looking at. (laughs) No, it's kind of mind-boggling because the media is just so negative all the time. And if you look at what's going on right now, like, yes, I get it. Inflation is extremely high. You had that producer's price index come out this week. This is what companies pay for inflation. was almost 10%, which I get it. That's kind of scary. But, you know, contrary to popular belief, Bob, for most economists we're looking at, Inflation's actually going to start coming down over the next 12 months, and you wouldn't believe it by watching the news. Well, I'm going to let you in on a little secret, right? Uh, most investors, most individuals, most average normal human beings, which we all are, always overestimate the probability of a bad thing happening, right? Generally, we're pessimists, and the media knows that, and they play on that every single day. I, I, so you're saying that we look at the glass half empty as opposed to half full, Bob. Is that what you're telling me? You're saying that? Well, that's uh, what you're fed, buddy, because, what? you know, it's kind of like they, they, the glass is half empty and, and the media is screwing you out of the other half. <laughs> it's cynical, but I like it, Bob. But like, let's look at the situation here, because if you look at what's going on right now um, with the pandemic specifically is we bought a lot of goods in the last 24 months or so, right? We bought lots of electronics, like for our podcast, Pain Points of Wealth, we bought all these electronics that we would never had before. You know, if you bought a new house like you did, Bob, you bought for your condo, you bought lots of new furniture. But, you know, that spending is going to shift. We're not just going to keep buying more goods. No, because that's what's happening right now. You have the supply chain disruptions. There's making a shortage of supply. Demand's been there, right? It's been more demand, not enough supply. But that's going to change because it's the cure, right, the solution for high prices in the economy has always been high prices, right? Because the consumer at some point says, hey, no more. I'm not paying this price any longer. And I think we're getting to that point right now. <laughs> that's, pro- that's pretty profound, Bob. So you're just saying higher prices cures higher prices. So after all, you're almost 50 years. <laughs> that's what you figured out when it comes to the economy. But it is that simple, right? I mean, look at, look at lumber prices, right? They've been on a roller coaster ride. Um, and they peaked out maybe somewhere around like six to 12 months ago. And then people stopped doing a lot of their projects. Like I had a friend who went to build a deck and he's held off because lumber prices became too high. And invariably, that's what you're going to see. You can extrapolate that out to a lot of things that we're buying right now. Yeah. But meanwhile, like you said, right, the buying's going to change. Uh, you know, the economy's reopening. Uh, we're at the end of the pandemic. We're in an endemic. And, you know, we have almost everybody I talk to is booking a trip either overseas or in the country. Look at weddings, right? Weddings are sold out for the year. You can't get a venue now for the next 12 months. Well, that, that's exactly right, right? We're going to see a lot of the, the outdoor activities that we missed out on over the last two years. This huge pent-up demand. If you look at, like, any poll out there, people are saying, you know what? I think this pandemic is now endemic. It's, we're just going to live with it. We accept it. I'm going to spend just as much money or not even more money than I did in 2019 before the pandemic this summer. So, Bob, what we can see here is just a huge spending boom on really like going out, think about hospitality, leisure, flying on planes, going to hotels this summer. It's going to be awesome. Well, Rod, the consumer is very strong. I mean, we're the wealthiest we've ever been in as a country. Household wealth in the United States is closing in on $150 trillion. Um, And the most amazing thing it's not a stock market. It's a market of stocks. And the only stocks that have been selling off have been growth-oriented companies. Now, they've been the best performers for the last 10 years. And that's the problem. As investors, we always like to invest what was already up. There's plenty of opportunity right now if you look at the markets globally. 
Right. And I think most importantly, what you have to think about is, and we, we do talk about this a lot on the show, is you not, not only do you need income to be financially independent or retired, but you have to factor in that your cost of living is going to go up over time. And look, sitting in cash isn't going to cut it, right? You sat in cash the last 12 months. Congratulations. You lost 7.5% on your money, right? If you put your money into an annuity, you're getting the same amount of money every single year. It doesn't go up. Whereas if you have a portfolio of cash producing investments, or we like to call dividends, and you're talking about stocks, well, you know, they've exceeded inflation significantly over the last 70 years. So, you know, if dividend yields go up by what's called five and a half percent a year, inflation's been three and a half percent a year, well, that's cash flow that's growing every year. And you've got to account that into your portfolio right now. You can't just sit around in cash, even though it seems like it's a very dire time. You know, right? That's the key, right? The, the markets change, right? We change. We grow older every day. What doesn't change are your goals, right? You still want to retire comfortably. You still want to have a lifetime of income you can't outlive. You still want to gift money to the grandchildren for education. So there's, you know, the goals have to still be met. And the one problem everyone faces right now is that hidden insidious tax we call inflation, and it's raging right now. And you have to be certain that you have a way of hedging against that. And it's not the traditional hedges that they're telling you about on TV. No, because I mean, we look at about 50 portfolios a month. We pretty much see every strategy out there. And the problem with your portfolios right now is those bond funds, right? Rates go up, bond prices go down. They're getting hit hard right now. You know, money that's been sitting way too much money in growth stocks, right? If you look at all the selling in the market right now, it's just growth stocks that are going down. And then there's cash, right? If you're sitting in cash, you're losing money as well. So, you know, I think the, the fear here, Bob, and the concern here is with investors being so pessimistic right now and sitting in cash, trying to figure out what to do, not making moves, is you're making the biggest mistake. Because when you have the most pessimism, that's when you have the most opportunity. And that's when you have to get smart and get your money invested for the future. Right. I'm not saying you have to be a pessimist. But I'm saying you have to be a little bit of a contrarian. I mean, if you went back 12, 13 years ago, uh, when we opened the doors at Payne Capital Management, we had most investors telling us, well, I don't really want to be in the United States. Growth stocks don't do very well. I want to be in emerging markets. I want to own international stocks. I want to own value stocks. Um, and of course, the best performing asset class for the next 12 years were growth stocks. Now, everyone who calls in from our show and people that we meet with, oh, I don't want to be an international. I don't want to own commodities. I don't want to own oil. I just want to be in tech stocks. I mean, you have to recognize that the, the markets are cyclical and things have changed and you have to be positioned properly right now. Well, that's right. And you have to think about income. You know, it's really, really about income. And again, if you look at the next 12 months going out, you know, you're going to see a big spending move in the, boom in the economy. Um, maybe you do see inflation come down, but it's still going to be a lot higher than it was the last 10 years. And these are all the things you have to factor in. And I have to think, Bob, you know, with all this money the government's printed, I have to think the taxes at some point have to go higher. So there's so many things you have to think about proactively right now with regards to what's going on in the economy, what's going on on Capitol Hill, and these repositionings, you know, you've got to do it today. You can't wait on it because if you wait, it's going to be too late. You know, markets could be higher. Um, you know, taxes could be higher. And there's so many planning opportunities you have right now you've got to take advantage of. You know, Ryan, I always say, you know, more is better than less. Now's better than later. Wouldn't be never, never a better time than to make sure you're positioned properly to achieve your goals. Yeah, and if you're thinking of yourself right now, like you need an analysis, you need to figure out what you're doing, you know, what's going on with inflation, how you can have an income plan that you can't outlive. Well, here's your shot to do it. We have 10 slots. We have these every week. If you have over $750,000 saved for retirement and you call or text right now, Bob and I will put together our total financial master plan. We'll do that with no obligation or cost. It's a full holistic review where we literally go through everything for you. There's no other firm out there that's willing to do this work up front. We go through every investment that you own. In fact, we're going to build you your own personalized financial portal to get a bird's eye view of your entire net worth. And we're going to hone in on every financial issue you've got to address today. We're going to look at income. We're going to figure out, do you have an income plan? How do you take Social Security? Do you have annuities that pay the same amount every year, but your cost of living is going up? What's your income plan for retirement? We're going to build you a full income plan so you don't run out of money over the rest of your life. We're going to look at diversification, and we're going to look at where your money's allocated. Are you sitting in bond funds that are going down? Are you in growth stocks that are going down? Are you sitting in cash paralysis by analysis? 
trying to figure out how to invest your money. We're going to put together a full investment game plan so you grow your money, but most importantly, you protect it over the rest of your life. And we're going to look at fees and taxes. Wall Street loves to sell you lots of products with fees and taxes, those annuities, mutual funds, brokerage products. We're going to go do a deep dive show where you can reduce costs on your portfolio, optimize your portfolio for taxes so there's more money in your pocket. And we're going to figure out that age-old question, are you going to outlive your money? Or is your money going to outlive you? Well, we're going to put together that game plan for you. All you have to do is text or call 844-52-6692. That's 844-752-6692. Just simply call 844-PLAN-NYC. That's 844-PLAN-NYC. If you're one of our next 10 callers, you've saved over $750,000 for your retirement. Our team of financial advisors and certified financial planners will create for you, your own unique total financial master plan. Now, there's no strings attached, no obligation, no cost, but you won't have a plan unless you're one of the next 10 callers or texters at 844-752-6692. That's 844-752-6692, or just simply call 844-PLAN-NYC, 844-PLAN-NYC. So, Bob, you know, one thing I thought we could talk about today and something we've talked about on our podcast, Pain Points of Wealth. Of course, that's P-A-Y-N-E, which uh, we're over up to 65,000 downloads, one of the fastest growing podcasts in America. And you can check it out. Just go to BeBullish.com, BeBullish.com. But, you know, I figure this year and theme of the, the Winter Olympics, which are you even watching the Winter Olympics right now, Bob? I don't think I've watched one event this year. Well, based on the ratings, I don't think anybody's watching. And I don't know, maybe it has to do with the billion of, of um, options you have on your, on your streaming content. Uh, it might have something to do with it. Yeah, it's crazy. But I think it's, uh, there's just too many things to watch nowadays. It used to be a big event. I still like the Summer Olympics. You and I ran track. So for the record, still love watching those uh, Summer Olympics and watching the track events specifically. Nothing better. But nothing better. I thought we could host something more exciting, Bob, than the Beijing Olympics this year, and that's the Financial Planning Olympics. We could talk about the events that you need to excel to win in the game of financial independence. Hey, Ryan, I love that idea. And, you know, one of my favorite events of the Summer Olympics is the marathon. And I'll tell you what, if you don't have the right financial plan, you are in an inflation marathon. How's inflation impact you from a planning perspective? Bob, I mean, I feel like that's all we talk about on the show anymore. It's just inflation, inflation, inflation. But it is. It's really more the long, slow, steady, kind of like death by a thousand cuts, right? Because if you think about it, over a 20-year period, on average, your purchasing power is cut in half. So it's not like you see it on a day-to-day -day basis, but over time, it's like if you have a million dollars today, it's only worth a half a million dollars in 20 years. And that you know, is the slow, steady, maybe the evilest enemy you have as you're building your financial independence plan. Well, I think right now we're all waking up to this hidden insidious tax we call inflation. You just go to a restaurant right now, right? If I dinner for two, if you get a couple of steaks, a good bottle of wine, my goodness gracious, it's uh, you know it's like a king's ransom. Um, but you know, it's also you're going to have inflation in lots of other areas, right? You're going to have inflation creep in the size of the products that you buy. You know, you're going to pay the same price, but you're going to get less product, right? Your your gas prices go up, your utility prices go up, the cost of landscaping goes up. So it's inflation is, you know, hey, you go to a dollar store, right? Everything's a dollar and a quarter now. Now there's inflation. There you go. They have to call it the $2 store eventually. The other thing I'd say is a concern in the financial Olympics would be those recession hurdles, right? Along the way here, we're going to have recessions. You know, markets are going to have going to bear markets and they're going to sell off. And if you want to be financially dependent or you want to be retired, these are things you have to account for in your portfolio because you are going to get those sell-offs. And the question you have to ask yourself is, when things go bad, are you protected? And, of course, you don't want to do this after the fact. Well, this is the hard part about investing, right? It's, it's counterintuitive. You, know, you don't want to own anything that goes down, right? So something is volatile, like stocks, that makes it difficult to become a long-term investor. So investors tend to gravitate towards things that, uh, like, annuities, right, where there's no volatility or cash. But the problem is your purchasing power. And when you have inflation, right, it cuts your purchasing power, and the dollar just gives you less purchasing power over your yeah. lifetime. So, and then you get hit with a recession and your financial assets drop. It makes it very difficult, you know, to be strident and stay invested. It's that simple. 
Well, yeah, I mean, I, th- I always hear this. They say, Ryan, you know, cash is a position. No, it's not. <laughs> it sounds great, and it sounds so good to be defensive, but, you know, barring what you need, you always need to have cash, right? We always say six to 12 months of expenses so that, God forbid, something happens, you have an emergency. But outside of that, in your portfolio, you always want your money compounding. Sitting in cash, we always say cash is trash. And, you know, because when you're sitting in cash, you're not earning on your money. And the compounding of your money is the most important thing you can do when you're building your financial independence plan. I go the Yeah, next no, one, that's a dirty little secret of wealth creation. It's about compounding dividends and interest. And when you have a fully invested strategy, you're earning interest every day in your bonds. You're own, earning dividends in your stocks. And it's reinvesting and compounding of those dividends that creates wealth. That's why you should embrace volatility, right? When things go down in price, they go up in value and you're able to invest, you know, in a better way. And that's the only way, you know, to overcome the the hurdles that are thrown by you by inflation and recessions. Now, I'll tell you another thing I find in the financial planning Olympics, right, are these hidden fee toss. I mean, that drives me crazy. Oh, Bob. Oh, Bob. Yeah, when you start looking at these financial services firms, they love to say not only high fee investments that you can't see the fees, but they're usually tax inefficient. And there's a good rule of thumb. The more complex and harder it is to understand an investment product, the higher the fees are, the less tax efficient it is, and the less likely it's going to work out. And it's so important because most of these firms, I don't want to sound cynical, you know, they're paid to sell you products that have high fees. This is true. And, and when you have high fees, they're basically hidden deep in the prospectus or in the offering memorandum. And they're thick. They're thick for a reason. They don't want you to read them. Uh, I, I think that's the, uh, that's the key. You have to go to the, the last page to find all the fees in there. And I don't think I've ever fully read, read through one of those prospectuses. I mean, it's literally like watching paint dry. But it's really important. This is why we do it in our financial master plan. It's just understanding, especially in those annuities, especially in those mutual funds. You have those products, those brokerage products, like structured products. They say that the the brokerage houses, they're not designed to help you. And it's so important to make sure that you reduce that cost and you figure out the way to make your portfolio as tax efficient as possible, especially when you're down that home stretch. And we call that financial red zone, where you're very close to living off your money you really got to make sure because over a 20-year period, you know, those fees add up. And sometimes that could be like a half a million, a million dollars that you're paying that you don't know you're paying because you didn't do a fee analysis of your portfolio. Yeah, for every extra penny you pay in cost is an extra penny you don't get to compound, right? And those pennies do add up. And I'll tell you what really drives me crazy is that the regulators and the industry isn't necessarily out there protecting you. For example, there's a, a lot of annuity commercials where they actually have testimonials saying, oh, well, there's no fees that I can you know, discern or I've ever paid. Um, you know, if that was regulated, you wouldn't be allowed to say that because there are crazy. In- inherent costs, right? They're embedded in, these, in the investment structure of these investments. And uh, it's, it's amazing that you can make these claims on TV because they're not covered under a certain jurisdiction. It's, it's crazy. Yeah, I think the rule of thumb is if someone tells you there's no fees, don't walk away, run away, <laughs> you know, because there's always fees. We can promise you that. And we can find them for you. And if you're thinking to yourself right now, like, these are the issues I need to address right now. Like, I've got to figure out inflation. I'm concerned if the market sells off big time here. Am I even protected? I don't know the fees in my portfolio. I have no idea what's going on with the taxes and if I'm taking advantage of the best tax-efficient strategies. Well, here's your shot to do it. We're down to six slots. If you have over $750,000 safe for retirement, you call or text right now. Bob and I will put together a total financial master plan and we'll do it with no obligation or cost. There's no firm that will do this work up front. We will literally go through every investment you own. We're going to build you your own personalized financial portal. We're going to hone in on every financial issue you have to address today. We're going to figure out that income plan. You need an income plan for retirement. How are you going to take Social Security? There's thousands of ways to take it. How are you going to draw from your portfolio and account for inflation? Your purchasing power is going to get cut in half the next 20 years. What's your game plan? We're going to give it to you. And we're going to look at fees and taxes, annuities, insurance products, brokerage products. They're all laden with fees, and they're very tax inefficient. We're going to show you how to reduce all those hidden costs how to make your portfolio more tax efficient so there's more money in your pocket as you go through the retirement journey. And we're going to look at diversification. How's your money allocated today? Did you take a big hit here as the markets have sold off here? Do you own bond funds? Or 
Are you just sitting in cash, earning nothing on your money, paralysis by analysis, trying to figure out what to do? We're going to put together a full investment game plan, show you how to grow your money, but most importantly, protect it over the rest of your life. We have six slots left. If you have over $750,000 saved for retirement. All you have to do is text or call 844-752-6692. That's 844-752-6692. Or just simply call 844-PLAN-NYC. That's 844-PLAN-NYC. If you're one of our next seven callers, you've saved over $750,000 for your retirement. Our team of certified financial planners and financial advisors will help you to create your own unique total financial master plan. Now, there's no obligation. And there's no cost, there's no strings attached, but there's no plan if you don't text or call. 844-752-6692. That's 844-752-6692. Or just simply call 844-PLAN-NYC. That's 844-PLAN-NYC. Hey, this has been Ryan Payne, Bob Payne from Payne Capital Management. Of course, that's P-A-Y-N-E. Stay tuned. We got more, more money coming your way. This is More Money with economist Steve Moore. Now, Steve Moore. Hi, folks. Welcome back. Uh, Steve Moore here. By the way, if you want to get that free consultation with, uh, with the pains, which is your, we, they do such excellent analysis every week on the show on the stock market and how you're doing with your financial investments, don't forget, I'm going to give you that number one more time, 844-PLAN-NYC for one of those consultations. They are the best in the business. That's why I have them on the more money show. Uh, okay. We are ready to go. We're ready to rock and roll folks. I am so excited. We've got our, our, uh, um, uh, dashboard is lighting up. The phone lines are lighting up with, uh, responses and comments about what I'm saying, which it is time for a peaceful citizen revolt against the, uh, government intrusions into our lives, the bossy, uh, politicians who are telling us what we can do and when we can do it. And, and the mask mandates and the, and the vaccine mandates, and you're seeing a revolt going on all over the world. You see what's going on up in Canada. There's now talks of a caravan here in the United States to march on Washington. I think it's the new Tea Party, as my buddy Larry Kudlow has been talking about. Uh, people are taking action. We are exercising our First Amendment rights. We're not going to be kowtow to everything the government tells us. You know, one of the things that the Biden administration did, they have this war on domestic terror. And what they want to do is increase trust in government. Well, wait a minute. No, it's it's a good thing if Americans don't trust government because they screw up everything. I mean, look what they've done for the last two years to our economy, to our freedoms, to our inflation rate, to our border. No, it's a it's a healthy thing for Americans to not trust our politicians and not trust our government. Sometimes they get it right, and we should applaud them when they do, like we did when we had Operation Warp Speed under Donald Trump and we got that vaccine out there. But at this point, somebody point to me, somebody point to me in the last year, one thing, one thing. I hope some of my liberal friends are listening. I want to hear you tell me one thing that Joe Biden has done right on the economy, because I can't think of a single thing. When Donald Trump left office, we had a 1.7% inflation rate. A year later, we got a ten, a nine, eight, eight to nine, ten percent inflation rate. That that is that is obscene. How much uh, our country has faltered? Okay, I'm going to get right to the calls, folks. We're going to try to get through as many of these as we can. So try to be as brief as possible with your statement or question. And we are going to start with Bill from Bradley Beach. Are you there, Bill? Hear me. Hello? Yeah, now I can hear you. Okay. Yeah, I, I think you, you have to be peaceful, but you can't be timid. I think there is a change because if the truckers were, t- you know, so timid and didn't block anything, they would just get their names and take their money, and that you wouldn't even hear anything about them. So I know you don't want to uh, block, you know, you say you don't want to block roads. Yeah. But the, we're, we're, these people are so sick. You see what happened to the 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 um the riot at the Capitol and these people are still in solitary confinement. Pretty for, for, it's it's the most outrageous bill. That is the most yeah. outrageous thing I've ever seen. These now look, there were there were people who did criminal things at those riots, no question about it. But there are a lot of peaceful people who were not 
uh, who were not didn't have guns. They they are now putting in solitary confinement for over a year. It is it is heartbreaking. It's outrageous. Thank you. We have not forgotten these folks who have been put in jail as political prisoners. It, 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 oh, I cannot believe, Bill. I don't know about you. I can't believe this is happening in America. All right, let's move on to our next caller. We've got Dave and Morton North Point. Dave, what do you got? Hey, Steve, how are you? Big fan, Hi. and I was really, uh, really happy when you were, uh, you know, running things with uh, uh, what's Larry Kudlow. But my yeah, comment today the good old is, days, weren't they, Dave? I mean, we had the economy booming. We had inflation down to below 2%. We had the border controlled. We had inflation, you know, we had the energy. We were producing American energy. And then I look at the world today, Dave, one year later, I cannot believe how much we faltered. Well, every entrepreneur at that point was just in a a relaxed state. We were all comfortable because that's where we're all from. I don't know where these people are from. And not to quote from a movie, but if the White House was in charge of the funeral industry, nobody would die. That's how bad it is, <laughs> right. you know? Yeah, no. So I, I just I, I don't I, see the confidence. What? How angry are you about what's happened over the last year? Uh, it's beyond pathetic. I mean, it's all self-inflicted, and yes. we should, you know, you know. I think if he took the uh, position that he decided to turn around with the oil and gasoline policies, that his his probably is. Uh, uh, popularity would go up because he's going to lose the left. But I think there's more people that are going to be happy that he did that. And I think his popularity would go up. And I don't understand why they won't do it. I don't get it. Dave, it's a, David, it's a great point. Great call. Incidentally, when Donald Trump left office, this is a fact, folks. In, in January 2021, America was energy independent. We were importing no oil and gas from Saudi Arabia and other countries like Russia. Now we have to go hand in hand to the Russians and the Saudis. Why do you think Putin is, is, uh, is uh, you know, brandishing his sword in, uh, in Ukraine? Because where's he getting the money for this, folks? It's not complicated. It's obvious where he's getting the money from, from energy. Why aren't we producing the energy here? We, have, we create jobs. We create an increase in our economy. We reduce our dependence on foreign countries like Saudi Arabia and Russia, and we bankrupt some of our enemies. I, I mean, it is the most absurd thing. Why aren't we building pipelines? Why aren't we, why aren't we pumping the oil and gas in Alaska, in Texas, in North Dakota, in Oklahoma, in West Virginia, in Pennsylvania? We have more of this stuff than any other country. God endowed America with these natural resources. We have, we have so much coal. We have 500 years worth of coal. We have 250 years worth of natural gas, and we have 150 years worth of oil with current technology. That means as the technology continues to get better, we're never going to run out of this stuff. Remember when people said we're running out of oil? We're not running out of it. The only reason we don't have it right now is because Biden won't produce it here at home. Okay, Joan uh, from Chelsea, thanks for calling in. What do you got today, Joan? I'm a lifetime Democrat, but I voted for Donald Trump twice, and I'm very wow. upset. It seems like nothing uh, you can do uh, and get screwed. For example, um, Rudy Giuliani stepped up, and now he lost yep. his license to practice law. You, the people yeah. who contributed to the Canadian truckers, um, their money got t- taken by GoFundMe. Oh, it's outrageous. Uh, outrageous. And so, uh, um, uh, you know, it's it's a little bit frightening to step up and help. So, Joan, you said you're a lifelong Democrat. Are you still a Democrat? Well, I still am, but I voted for Donald Trump twice. Now, do you do you like what the Democrats are doing in Washington right now? I think it's outrageous. Yeah, me too. I mean, and and uh, I, I just don't think this is the party that it once was when Bill Clinton was president or when John F. Kennedy was president. I've said this many times, uh, Joan. Uh, if John F. Kennedy were alive today, given the positions he had, strong national defense, uh, he was for he was a Catholic, he was uh, pro, uh, you know, uh, he was a, a life right to life guy, he was pro free trade, he was for tax cuts, he would be a Republican today. I mean, how in the world would the Democrats elect <laughs> John F. Kennedy? Right? I mean, it's unbelievable. So, jo- Joan, uh, I, I really respect your opinion. I'm so glad you called in. Uh, we need more Democrats to open up their eyes. If you're a, if you're a lifelong Democrat who believed in you know freedom and fairness and and the kinds of things of giving people an opportunity, is what we believe in, that's what we should be doing. Not uh, not 
giving people handouts. All right, we're going to take one quick break. We've, I've got four or five other callers. We've got room for one or two more. That 1-800 number is 1-800. Um, what is it again? 1-800. Uh, shoot, I don't have it right in front of me. I'll get it to you before. And don't forget, if you want the uh, uh, Payne's um, free consultation, that number is 844-PLAN-NYC. We'll be right back. You're listening to more money. This is More Money with economist Steve Moore. Now, Steve Moore. Welcome back, folks. You're listening to More Money. This is the favorite part of my week. I can't believe that uh, uh, my great friend, Josh Casamides, gave me the great honor of being able to talk to you on More Money every Saturday afternoon at 1 p.m. Again, I appreciate my audience. You guys are fantastic. And I love the callers. You're doing a great job so far. We're, we're, our phone lines are lit up. I was wondering, maybe it's just me. Maybe I feel like I'm the one who's crazy when I see our out-of-control border, when I see inflation out of control, when I see the fact that we're now having to get our energy again from OPEC and from Saudis and Russia, when I see the fact we've got crime on the streets, we're doing nothing about it, when I see what's happening in our schools. And I'm feeling like, where is our country? What has happened to the common sense approach? What happened to the pro-growth? Put America first of Donald Trump. I haven't seen in a long time. I'm pissed off. I think a lot of our callers are, too. But if you're not, if you want to defend the Biden's policies, I definitely want to hear from you. Uh, that number, by the way, I had a, uh, I've got that right here. 1-800-848-9222 is the More Money Hotline. Let's get right down to it. Sarah from Brooklyn, what do you got for us, Sarah? To tell you, the greatest uh, danger we face for the first time in America is the government. We don't have any place in the world that's going to destroy us. They couldn't before. The only danger we have for this government and and what they're trying to do, and this is all well-planned. You know, people, they say, well, he's stupid. He's not. No, they're not stupid. This is a well-planned, years from years, this new world order. Years ago, it was planned. And they said that the only way they're going to destroy America is from within. And it's very well. Who in the world? It's a country that's prospering and, and having its oil, oil, uh, the oil pipes and destroying it, closing our oil pipes and allowing Russia to use theirs and uh, uh, opening up a border without having which country in the world allows people to vote without being a citizen? Which, which country in the world has a, an attorney general that calls parents <laughs> the domestic, domestic terrorists? Mayorkas? Sure. Really? All right, Sarah, I got to cut you off. A great call. Uh, I agree with everything you just said. Thank you. You're reaffirming. I thought I was the only one who felt this way, Sarah. So you give me uh, some hope that people are going to fight back. And, And I agree with you. The cancer cell in our economy, the cancer cell in our society now is from within. We don't have to worry about foreign invaders. We have to worry about the people who are trying to take our freedoms from us, turn us into Venezuela, turn us into Cuba, turn us into a socialist state where we're ordered around to do things and we're not allowed to question the government. Look what's happening, how they're taking away the money and the finances and the, and the free speech rights of people in Canada. I tell you, folks, that's exactly what they want to do here. They consider us domestic terrorists if we question what the government is doing. That's how out of hand things are. Sarah, you nailed it, my friend. Okay, let's go to George. Hello. Hi, George. Okay, so uh, let's talk about uh, the gas and oil producers, okay? Basically, uh, okay, so uh, Biden came and make, made his, uh, um, you know, executive order. So what about if uh, this exec- executive order would be disregarded and all those oil producers will go back and start pumping oil, keep building up uh, the pipeline and just disregard him. I think this would bring a lot of new energy back to a very needed place. Okay, George, great call. I'm going to make one quick comment on that. You're exactly right. Why don't we have an executive order to produce American oil, build pipelines, allow drilling in Alaska and other places? You know, we have more oil in Alaska than any other other place, any other country in practically in the world, maybe with the exception of Saudi Arabia. Prudhoe Bay uh, is an amazing oil uh, patch. And what about in, in Texas? I mean, Texas is incredible what's going on there. We're not we're not. We're putting in every single kind of barrier to producing American energy. It makes no sense. And we need to reverse 
Joe Biden's executive order. Don't forget, his first executive order, folks, was to cancel the Keystone XL pipeline so we can't transport the oil and gas from North Dakota to Houston. How stupid is that? All right. All right, I got to go to Ed in Toledo. Ed, Ed, I'm so pleased you're listening in Toledo. What do you got for us? Are you with us, Ed? Yes, I am. All right, Ed, thanks for calling in. Am I okay. crazy or is this country going? I mean, I'm so pissed off at what's going on with our government right now. What, what say you? Well, you know, they blame Joe Biden. I blame Jill Biden. She got this ego that she wants to be the first lady, but she's letting her right. husband suffer. And she's just a, such an egotist. Yeah. And yeah. So you think she's do you think she's calling the shots? No, but I think she's part of it, though. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, I don't understand. Look, I don't know Joe Biden, uh, but I know she's a powerful voice in this administration. And I'll tell yes. you this. I mean, when I listen to Joe Biden and I'm not saying this in any way to be mean or or uh, or partisan, I just wonder how much longer he can serve as our president. You know, and I'm not again, I'm not trying to say that in a disrespectful way. I, I really honor the uh, the office of presidency. But um, I, I just worry that. You know, this is a big, big economy. This is a big job. I don't know if he's got the capacity to do it. Um, all right. One, I think the music is playing. But, William, I'm gonna, you got 30 seconds. What do you got from us, William? The new left of the 60s is being pushed along by the new, new yeah. left, and we have a new movement and idiocracy. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply.